Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Stories of Mahabharata, retold by Shudipta Bhaumik. Welcome, dear friends, to another episode of The Stories of Mahabharata. In the last episode, we heard how King Shalya agreed to be Karna's charioteer and thus keep his promise to Yudhishthir. We also heard how Krishna helped avoid a grave crisis between Yudhishthira and Arjun that could have ended in a disaster. As Arjun's chariot raced towards the battlefield, Krishna said, My dear Arjun, no doubt you are the greatest warrior alive, but don't you ever ignore the might of Karna. Today, on the 17th day of the war, most of the warriors from both sides have succumbed and left for the heavens. Still, the Kauravas have five of the most valiant generals alive, Aswatthama, Kripacharya, Kritabarma, Shalya and Karna. Ashwatthama is your Guru Drona's son. Kripa is your Guru and your family ties with Kritabarma and Shalya. It is possible for you to have a soft corner for them. But you should show no mercy to Karna. It was he who encouraged Duryodhan to do all the evil things against you. You must kill him today. While Arjun was heading towards the battlefield, Bhim was busy fighting the Kaurava army with all his might. He hurled a huge mace at an incoming Kaurava chariot. The mace hit the chariot and shattered it into bits, killing all its riders. Bhim looked at his charioteer Vishoka and said, I don't see Arjun anywhere near. Yudhishthir went back to his tent with his injuries. I wonder if they are all alive. Whatever it may, I will keep on with my rampage and destroy the Kauravas. Tell me, do I have enough weapons in my cache? Vishoka looked inside the chariot and said, Don't worry, Bhimshen. You have enough armaments to kill all your enemy. You keep firing them as much as you want. Assured of his stash of weapons, Bhim continued his killing spree. Little later, Vishoka said, Lord, I think I can hear the twang of Arjun's Gandev. 
He stood up on his chariot and looked at the direction of the sound and said, There! There I can see Arjun's chariot mast! He is coming! Bhim was extremely happy. You have given me the greatest news today. For this, I will reward you handsomely. Soon, Arjun's chariot approached Bhim. How is our brother Yudhishthi? asked Bhim. Is he alive and well? Yes, he is fine and recovering from his wounds, said Arjun. There is nothing to worry about. You keep on fighting. I'll go and engage with Karna. Hearing the good news, Bhim attacked the Kaurav army with renewed vigor. Watching Bhim slaughtering his soldiers, Dusashan came to stop him. With a volley of arrows, Bhim shattered Dusashan's bow and then killed his charioteer. But Dusashan didn't give up. He picked up the reins with his left hand and drove the chariot on his own. With his right hand, he hurled a spear at Bhim. The spear struck Bhim's head and knocked him out. Before Dusashan could strike him again, Bhim jumped up on his chariot and cried out, Dusashan, today I will kill you and drink your blood. Dusashan laughed and heard the mighty Shakti Astra to Bhim. Bhim picked up his huge mace, whirled it above his head and threw it towards the Sashan. The mace shattered the Sashan Shakti Astra and then struck him on his head and flung him far from his chariot. The Sashan cried out in pain. Bhim remembered the day when the Sashan dragged Draupadi to the court by her hair and then tried to disrobe her in front of the Kuru clan and his blood boiled in rage. He jumped off his chariot and walked towards the Sashan. Bhim stopped in front of the Sashan, pulled out his sword and cried out, Listen to me, Kaurava warriors. Now I will kill this evil man, the Sashan, and avenge Draupadi. Stop me if you can! With his knee, Bhim squeezed the Sashan's neck and then plunged the sword into his chest. Blood gushed out of the Sashan's chest. Bhim collected the blood in his palms and drank, just the way a man drinks from a mountain spring to quench his thirst. With blood-smeared hands and face, he looked up and said, This is the most delicious drink I ever had. No other drink has been able to give me so much peace, so much pleasure. Watching this ghastly scene, the Kaurava soldiers panicked. Some felt unconscious and the rest began to flee. Krishna and Arjun brought their chariot near Bhim and were shocked. Bhim looked at them and said, Why are you looking at me like that? I have killed the Shashan the way I said I would. I kept my promise. Next, I will kill Duryodhan by crushing his thighs and only then I can rest in peace. Saying so, Bhim walked back to his chariot and sped away. When the news of the Shashan's horrific death reached Duryodhan, he was devastated. But that wasn't all. Soon, another messenger came in with the news that Bhim has killed ten more of his brothers. Duryodhan felt the war was slipping away from his hands. 
Only Karna was his last hope. He asked the messenger to inform Karna that he must focus all his attention on Arjun and kill him as soon as possible. Karna, however, was not waiting for Duryodhan's instructions. When he learned that his favorite son, Vrishashen, was killed by Arjun, he was furious. He asked his charioteer Shalya, Take me to Arjun. Today I will kill both Krishna and Arjun and end this battle once and for all. Shalya veered the chariot in the direction where the death cries of the Kaurava soldiers were coming from. Soon, Karna and Arjun's chariots faced each other and a fierce battle broke out. Streams of arrows spewed out from their bows, killing thousands of soldiers on both sides. They hurled their fiercest weapons at each other, weapons they specially reserved for this battle. The earth rumbled as their chariots encircled each other. Explosions rocked the battlefield and lighted up the sky. The warriors ran to save themselves from the wrath of these two giants. The gods in the heavens came out to witness this great battle and they divided into sides. Some supported Arjun and some Karna. Ashwatthama rushed to Duryodhan and pleaded, Duryodhan, stop this madness. This war is helping nobody. Declare a ceasefire and bring the Pandavas to the table and negotiate a peace treaty. I'm sure the Pandavas will listen to you and agree to any respectable arrangement. Duryodhan sighed and said, It's too late, Ashwatthama. How can I live in peace after witnessing the horrible death of my dear brother, Tusashan, in the hands of that monster beam? The Pandavas don't trust me either. But you don't worry. Arjun is tired and soon Karna will overpower him. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We often experience terrible situations in life that leave us dumbfounded. Such experiences leave a deep scar in our minds and we struggle day in and day out to escape from this awful internal stress. We keep them bottled up within us and keep suffering. We feel the urge to share with friends or family, but the fear of being judged keeps us from doing so and we keep on suffering. In such situations, therapy can help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Professional therapist would never judge you and be always on your side. 
I strongly feel it is important to learn positive coping skills from someone who has no personal agenda. A good therapist empowers you to be your best and helps you deal with life much better. If you need help from a therapist, BetterHelp can help you find one who fits your needs. BetterHelp can make it easier to find the right support. It is the largest online therapy platform in the world. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Mahabharata today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Mahabharata. Arjun and Karna kept on shooting their most powerful weapons. The fire weapon, the wind weapon, the water weapon. But neither of them budged an inch. Arjun shot his deadly Indrastra, the weapon he received from Lord Indra. But Karna stopped the weapon mid-air with his Bhargavastra. He was angry. What's the matter with you, Arjun? Your weapon seems to have lost their power and Karna is devastating our army. If you think you are unfit to fight Karna today, let me know. I will kill that charioteer's son in one strike of my mace. Krishna too was disappointed with Arjun's performance. Gather yourself, Arjun, gather yourself. None of her weapons are able to break through Karna's defense. Karna is destroying them all in mid-air. It seems you have lost your sharpness. Are you in a trance or what? Wake up and focus your attention. You have a job to complete. Kill Karna. If you don't think you're up to it, let me know. I will decapitate that evil son of a charioteer with my Sudarshan Chakra. Krishna's scolding woke up Arjun. He picked up a deadly arrow, the Brahmastra, and said, Krishna, thank you for pulling me out of my days. Now if you would allow me, I'll shoot this Brahmastra at Karna and destroy him. Do whatever you need to, said Krishna. Just kill him. Arjun engaged the Brahmastra on his Gandhiv bow, chanted the activation mantra sequence and released the weapon. With a deep roar, the weapon shot out of the bow and flew towards Karna at lightning speed. Karna was prepared. He shot a series of countermeasures and deflected Arjun's Brahmastra. From a nearby chariot, Bhim yelled, Try again, Arjun! Don't let that evil man get away! Arjun engaged another Brahmastra to his Gandhi pole, pulled the string to the end and released. The weapon shot out and spewed out thousands of smaller weapons and struck the enemy soldiers. Once again, Karna destroyed the weapon before it could cause any significant damage. Arjun's mighty pull broke the Gandiva bowstring. Arjun scrambled to replace it and Karna took this opportunity to strike. His arrows pierced Arjun's armor and cut through his flesh. He also struck Krishna with multiple arrows and Krishna began to bleed. Seeing blood from Krishna's body, Arjun roared like a lion. With a new bowstring on Gandiv, he covered the sky with thousands of arrows. 
The arrows fell back, killing thousands and hitting both Karna and Shalya. The Kaurava warriors panicked and began to flee for their lives. Ashwasen, whose mother, the Takshak serpent, had died when Arjun burned down the Kandava forest, was lying deep underground. The rumbling of the chariots, the thumping of the elephants, and the explosion of the weapons woke him up. He came up to the surface and saw Arjun fighting Karna. He thought, this is the right moment to take his revenge. He slipped into Karna's quiver and took the shape of an arrow. Karna, not aware of Ashwasen, picked the serpent as his arrow and engaged on his bow to shoot Arjun. Shalya noticed and knew that it would be impossible for Arjun to survive this weapon. Remembering his promise to Yudhishthir, he said to Karna, Don't use that weapon. It won't cut Arjun's neck. Try something else. Karna, while aiming at Arjun, said, I never re-engage my arrow. I picked this weapon and this is what I'll use. Saying so, Karna released the weapon. The serpent weapon shot out of Karna's bow like a meteor and hurled towards Arjun. The moment Krishna noticed the weapon, he knew if this strikes Arjun, he would die for sure. In an instant, Krishna stood up and pressed down on the chariot floor. The chariot wheels immediately sunk into the ground almost an arm's length and the weapon struck Arjun's helmet and knocked it off, saving Arjun's life. A frustrated Ashwasen returned to Karna and revealed himself. You fired the weapon without knowing it was me you were shooting, he said. That's why I failed to kill Arjun, the man who burned my mother alive. Shoot me once again and this time I won't fail. Ashwasen, I understand your pain, but I cannot accept your offer, said Karna. I want to kill Arjun with my own might. I don't need help from anybody. Angry Aswashen jumped up in the sky and hurled himself towards Arjun to avenge the death of his mother. Krishna looked up and said, Look up Arjun, that is Aswashen, the serpent coming to kill you and avenge his mother's death. Strike him now! With six arrows shot in quick succession, Arjun cut down the serpent into pieces. Krishna jumped off the chariot and with his own hands pulled the chariot wheels out of the ground. Once again, Arjun launched a fierce attack on Karna and this time he didn't give Karna any opportunity to defend himself. Arjun's arrows shattered Karna's helmet, cut open his armor and pierced into his flesh. Karna reeled in pain as blood gushed out of his wounds. His bow dropped off his hand and he stumbled on the chariot and grabbed the mast to prevent himself from falling. Arjun felt pity on Karna and stopped shooting at him. Why did you stop? asked Krishna. Karna is tired and you must take this opportunity to finish him off. But he is wounded and he is unarmed, said Arjun. It is not right to kill an unarmed man. A warrior never offers relief to his enemy, said Krishna. That is foolishness. Strike him now before he recovers and strikes back at you. Arjun picked up his Gandev to shoot at Karna. But he was late. Karna had already recovered and launched his counter-attack. 
The sky once again was covered with arrows from Karna and Arjun while Shalya and Krishna drove their chariots in a zigzag maze. Suddenly, Karna felt his chariot was not moving. He looked at Shalya and said, What happened? Why aren't we moving? Shalya looked down and said, It seems her chariot wheels are stuck in the ground and spinning in place. Let me try to get them out. Instantly, Karna remembered the curse of the Brahmin. When his time comes, his chariot wheels would get stuck in the ground. But he wasn't afraid. He said, King Shalya, try your best to get the chariot out. I'll use some of my deadliest weapons and keep Arjun at bay. Karna tried to pick a weapon, but he couldn't remember any of the special weapons he had. Guru Parashuram's curse was coming true. Still, Karna didn't despair. He picked up his bows and kept shooting his ordinary arrows at Arjun. The incessant flows of arrows from Karna overwhelmed Arjun and cut his bowstring several times. While Arjun repaired his bowstring, Shalya tried to get the chariot wheels out of the mud. Arjun then picked up a deadly iron-clad arrow and aimed at Karna. Karna dropped his bow and stood up on the chariot, waving his hands. Arjun, you see I am unarmed. You know it better than anybody. It is unfair to strike an unarmed warrior. Give me a moment to pull out my chariot. We can engage in your battle after that. You are an honorable man and I am sure you know that it is the right thing to do. Before Arjun could respond, Krishna yelled at Karna. Don't you lecture us about right and wrong and about honor. What happened to your honor and your righteousness when you joined the fun with Dusashan, Duryodhan and Shakuni to drag Draupad into the court and attempted to disrobe her? Where was your righteousness when that evil Shakuni defeated a naive Yudhishthir in an unfair game of dice? Where was your honor when you and your Kaurava generals encircled that boy Abhimanyu and killed him in the most unfair and cowardly manner? And the list does not end here. So stop lecturing us about righteousness and pay the price for all your sins. Karna couldn't answer. He stooped down in shame and tried to gather himself. Then he suddenly picked up a deadly arrow laced with poison and shot at Arjun. The arrow struck Arjun's arm and Arjun cried out in pain. His head began to spin and his gandhi fell from his hand. Karna took this opportunity and jumped off his chariot and tried to pull out the chariot wheels stuck deep inside the ground. The more he tried to pull, the more the wheels sank. Karna kept on struggling, but, but it was of no avail. Arjun regained consciousness and picked up his Gandhav. Krishna said, Do not hesitate, Arjun. Finish off Karna, now! Arjun picked up the fierce angelic weapon and engaged on his Gandhav. If I have treated my elders with respect and have their blessings, if I have worshipped the gods and received their blessings, if I have been well-mannered to my friends and family, then let this weapon take the life of my enemy. Saying these words, Arjun released the weapon. Like a bolt of lightning, the angelic weapon cut through the air and sliced off Karna's head from his body. 
As Karna stumbled into the ground, people saw a bright light emerge from his headless body and rise to the sky and merge into the sun. The Kauravas cried out in despair and the Pandavas screamed in joy. When Duryodhan heard the news, he felt devastated and began to cry. The loss of Dushashan and Karna on the same day was too much for him to handle. Shalya Ashwatthama tried to console him. It's not over yet. You still have several great warriors who can defeat the Pandavas. Those words, however, hardly had any effect on Duryodhan. Krishna and Arjun went back to Yudhishthir's tent to give him the news of Karna's fall. A delighted Yudhishthir embraced them both and asked them to take him to the battlefield where Karna lied. Watching Karna's lifeless body lying in the ground, Yudhishthir said, Krishna, how can I ever thank you? Without your inspiration and guidance, we could never have achieved this. He looked at Arjun and said, My dear brother, you kept your promise. I might have said some harsh words to you in the past, but never have I doubted your prowess and I always knew you are the greatest warrior of all. Because of you and Krishna, tonight I'll sleep in peace. The Stories of Mahabharata is written, directed and told by Shudipta Bomek. Audio engineering, original music and sound design by Avi Ziv. Find us online at facebook.com slash Mahabharata podcast. Join the group for updates and news. Subscribe to the podcast using iTunes or any other podcast catcher. On Twitter, we are at Mahabharat Audio. And now for some late-breaking news, the podcast is also available as a book, Dwapar Kata, The Stories of Mahabharata, published by HarperCollins, India.